Wait. Are we in the studio? Like, now? On a, on a Wednesday? Yes, because, you yes. know, we've missed Cast Ranger two weeks in a row. Oh my god! We haven't done the show in two weeks! Well, yeah, it's like you were not doing well, and we wanted to make sure that your health came first, and we recovered. What kind of timeline are we in? Uh, the timeline where you got better, but then you got sick from Lane because I got him sick. So it was kind okay. Of... Yes. Yeah, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna make a notice here. I I I don't have the thing. I just have a little mild. Yeah, he hasn't been invaded. I have a mild cold. I caught it from Gar. I also have a mild cold. So I'm fine. So thanks, Gar. So there might just be, as there I might got, be uh... some coughing throughout this episode, but it's okay. I'm fine. I have some tea. I'm pulling a raven. Uh, we're not doing extra. Uh, so there's no extra, extra episode corresponding to this. It's just where... It's a catch-up episode. It's basically a ca- Imagine Ultra Ranger, except it's Cast Ranger. <laughs> and Ichi's here. <laughs> hey, you know what we almost forgot? Kill the roll call! No. Whoa. We are live! Mike! Zenkaigan! Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Tempered Zeal. Bluecaster. Super Ichi. Loud and impulsive. Greycaster. Late. Illuminating the Tokuverse. Broadcaster Garza. Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. On air. Welcome, episode 323. What? No, 321. Haha! Ha. See, I did have to check. Three of three. Uh, Pokemon? Does someone have the Pokemon Bla- of the no, week? I not here, because it's a Wednesday, so he's probably like, Wait, what? Ultra Cast Ranger. No. Three of three. We'd have like a Discord it's thing a where caster, we, like, caster. we ask like the server what Pokemon it is, and then it just automatically brings it up. It's episode Waylord! Is it? Yes. Well, good, because much like Waylord... My leg has been bloated! Aside from that, <laughs> it's a double feature. Or double, double episode special. Double episode special. That's How long has it been since we did one of those? A long time. No, I could have sworn we did one. Someone checked the discussion index. Okay, here's what happened. We haven't done an episode for the last two weeks uh, for one reason, and that is I have been on my ass for 11 days straight in bed with a leg infection. It was killing me for many days. Uh, it's not all the way better, but it's in- improved enough to the point where there's very little pain. My leg still is kind of bumpy and purpley and shit. <laughs> it's very tolerable. Yeah. But uh, it, it, I- I'm well enough that I can uh, not lie in bed and-, and not be screaming and crying in pain. Uh, I'm just upset that we didn't reach to day 12, so very tired. I was so very tired, though. <laughs> Again with the bed. Yes, the whole, like, I hate that they can't keep Waylord and scale in battle, but if you Dynamax him, then Waylord's to scale. Yeah. And uh, actually, if you find him in the wild, he's actually to scale. Hi. I'm just picturing, like, the Civil War battle in Captain America. Pick- Captain America, throw, like, Dynamax ball or something. Throw this. It's just like Whale Lord. Oh shit, I thought it was, was oh, Whalemer. Oh shit, I thought it was a magic carp. Yeah. Um <coughs> Okay, so if you're listening to us for the first time, what a weird episode to start on. Hey man, three 
Episode 321 is just the reverse one, two, three. That is true. We are a team of waylords who get together every week <laughs> to talk about Kamen Rider and Super Sentai. Are you, and, call, are, you, are you calling me fat? No, I'm calling me fat. Oh, okay. Uh, and usually a third thing, but since we have missed a couple episodes, what we're doing is today on Wednesday we're recording a catch-up special, sort of, where we talk about episodes 11 and 12 of Saber and 32 and 33 of Pure Major. And then we'll be resuming our normal schedule uh, as of Friday of this week, where we talk about this week's episodes. <laughs> it's a joke from a cyberpunk trailer where it was freaking Keanu Reeves. Someone just cut him off, but he's like, why do you cuff? <laughs> it's funny. Oh, wow, that's funny because it's totally like I know what we're talking about. I'm not it's a Blazy Coon! Hi, Blazy Coon! I'm not sauced enough for this. <clears throat> Wait, you have beer? That's yeah, new Diet Pepsi uh, flavored beer. I have my equivalent. I just have. I just find it funny. Lane's drinking tea. I have a bottle of water because I've been drinking more water in the last month. And Ichi has a Diet Pepsi. We're just doing Cast Ranger Blaze. I need to be energized. I have been drinking a lot of water since I've been in. in I have. In I, have I have a cold, so I just need to do everything I can to make myself feel better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, rule number one: Stay away from dairy products. Drink all you talk Damn about. it, we were gonna go to Dairy Queen after this. Oh no, after this after this show I'm fucking drowning myself in NyQuil. Likewise. <laughs> uh, Anyways, we've missed all of you. We're sorry we've been away for so long, but I'm you know, sorry, it's my fault. No, it's whatever. <laughs> like we were literally about to record like two weeks ago and then like Ichi I went up to him and I just could hear that Ichi just wasn't doing well and I'm like, yeah, we're not doing it. <laughs> I, the, the first week we missed until the following Thursday. I was literally in constant screaming pain almost all the time, and then it became almost only when I came and came back from going to the washroom, and now the pain is almost gone. And, and it's not like, you know, your average Ichi scream where you where you've heard it on the podcast. Sorry, my phone's going up. You probably you'll probably hear it on the episode. Uh, no, this was more of like agonizing pain, like. Like so, like when he sees a rider switch forms, but he's still in the same suit. <laughs> that that kind of pain. No, no, no. The kind of pain where uh, where someone asks you, "Hey, do you want to be a farmer?" They proceed to kick you in the nuts, and they say, "There's a couple of acres." I saw that oh. on Twitter. Someone gift apparently like the shot of Baron switching belts, like, and he had the suit on, but then apparently Ghost did it too when he was switching to Grateful. He like took off the Ghost driver. Oh yeah. He was still an Ori, da, like Dom oh, yeah. G, and then just I remember that fucking I, I have like Grateful. <laughs> I remember that. I was like. Alright. <laughs> Blaze, you missed it. Yeah, yes, we, are, we, we already said it's episode We thought you weren't here, so we Ooh. got the Pokemon. Before we start, I want to recommend something. Because I watched it today. Okay. Uh, Disney Plus has a, a Marvel documentary miniseries called Marvel 616. I think the, we talked about that because it has Spider-Man in it. Yeah, and the first episode's about Toei Spider-Man. And holy shit... Was it actually really fucking good? From what I, yeah, yeah, I was playing Fortnite when he was watching it, but uh, I could hear it and I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. Like, they actually got the production team who worked on this show to, like, talk about the actual production history of it. Oh, now Blaze is saying it's episode four, Zay, because three, two, one. No, I mean, I'm no, okay it's, with that. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's, no, it's episode Kabuto. 
Oh, there's a good one. Three, two, one. Two, Actually, no, he does one, two, three. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah, yeah that's one. Two, one, two, three. <laughs> Rider kick. Rider kick. That used to be one of our old uh, XC Studios intros. Yeah. One. All right. Two, three. <laughs> yes, yes, I remember. <laughs> Shall we get started? Sure. Yeah, sure, why not? Damn it, we were so close to having two fucking people die. God damn it. <laughs> Alright, so for context, at the time of this recording, we have watched episode 13, but we're not going to discuss 13 yet. Although I will say that episode 13 answers some questions I had from these two episodes. So before we start about these week's episodes, go ahead, Gar. I, I, I caught up. Hooray! Since, since I knew it was going to be the three of us, Lane... Lane beat me with my own freaking shovel, I mean, said, hey, let's watch Saber. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm you gonna said, put you know, the Saber in your hand! Like, you're like, oh, I'm six episodes behind, I'm like, that's two hours. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I caught up. Hooray. I totally understand why Japan doesn't like this. <laughs> I hate it. Um, Tell us your thoughts. I'll, I'll just quickly go for it. The Avalon thing felt very minuscule yes from what they were hyping up hyping it up for i thought it was gonna be like the, the rest of the first arc like this was going to be the avalon story and then nope no nope, it was nope. just the means to an they, end. they purely they made this arc like this whole avalon arthur king of arthur thing purely just to sell that toy and it's ups- we're never gonna see it again and it's also just upsetting because yeah, I can totally see why Japan thinks of this show as just a toy commercial. Because, you know, oh, look, there's Comrade Blades, uh, Wombo Combo form. Wonder Combo. Yeah, sorry, the Wonder Combo form. <laughs> you, know, you know, that's very hype, that's very cool, that should be like the main focus of the episode. No? Oh, and Saber also gets to use the King Arthur form for the first time right at the very end of the episode. So, so you're you're complaining about what I was complaining about about how they rushed out form debuts multiple per episode. Yeah, and that's like, okay, guess, no, or hell, fucking, when Comrade Slash made his debut, I'm like, okay, cool. This show, this episode's gonna mostly be about Saber's or not Saber, uh, Slash's debut. Oh, we're also doing Saber's. Wonder, wombo combo form. I, I just call them volume two or three. I just, I just call them wonder combos. I'll call, yeah. You know what? Much like soup, they're wombo <clears throat> combos. Also, hit him with the wombo. Also, Gar didn't realize this whole time that Sophia's name was Sophia. Because I just kept calling her Princess Shayla. <laughs> it's like, wait, is her name Sophia? Yes, Gar. It's the easiest name to remember out of all these characters. Shayla. It's not like I watched episodes one through five in one sitting. Had it sped up so that I could watch it, so I could talk about it while you weren't here. And then, you know, that was all the way back when episode six was coming out. So it's not like it's been like two months since I've seen this all. That's true. Did, did you hate episode six's fucking bullet train pacing like I did? I feel ups. You want to know the saddest part of it? Because I was looking into like production stuff. That was the last step. So far, as of this recording. That was the last episode the head writer wrote. Wait, the head writer did do episode six? Yeah. Oh, that's upsetting. He did episodes one, two, six. Uh, yeah, he did episodes one, two, and six. 
What the fuck is happening? Well, there, there, there you go. He tried to pace it because he was trying to get close to the other two episodes. And, and the weirdest thing of all, because I also have notes for this episode. Where is it? There they are. Uh, I took my own notes uh, for this. He didn't even write this two-parter. No. You know who wrote it? Keiichi Hasegawa. The guy that wrote the uh, Gridman anime. Please get your bucket gun out of here! Wow. He, he, <clears throat> and he also wrote Ultraman Dyna, which you'll hear me freaking tear my hair out uh, <laughs> sometime in the end of the month on Ultra Ranger. Cool. Because, you know, Ultra Ranger, there's no schedule, it's just batches. So, with the two episodes of Saber well, that we're... Any other closing thoughts on the series up to this point? Uh, the I feel like the directing could be a bit better. Who's your favorite character, writer so far? My favorite writer so... Okay, so I'm actually a bit split. On one hand, my favorite character is Slash. Shinji? But I can't stand when he goes berserk in his rider form. I love it. I think it's a bit, like, too much for me. Well, I was trying to explain to you, Gar, that, like, that personality we see when he uses Bremen No Rock Band, that is him. Like, that's literally his... That's, per- a, that's his hidden self. Yeah, and, like, the shy version, that's just him keeping himself closed in, because... But I think, rider-wise, it may be Kenzon. Kenzon's cool. Because cool. I, I, I just see him, and I just see how happy he looks, and I'm like... He's just happy to be here. <laughs> uh, I, I just think he's neat. <laughs> so, so seeing as we're talking about episodes eleven and twelve, of Saber, I I picked out pretty appropriate faces faces of the week. Oh. So here's uh, episode elevens. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch! <laughs> and you had to do it of my boy almost dying. And then episode twelves. <laughs> I just feel like we had two of our two of our main writers almost fucking killed. So it's just like Hey, it's our fan it's our fan base when they realize we skipped Cast Ranger two weeks in a row. <laughs> Ouch. Also, I showed a picture uh, I, I took a picture of Tassel and sent it to my friend. She's like, Who is that? I'm like, Oh, it's Tassel. He looks cool. <laughs> but, I'm like, like Okay. But like Oh my fuck. Speaking of Tassel, though, how this two-parter begins made me laughing my ass off. Oh, how he was on the phone and then accidentally hung up on him? No. Not even that. It's how he was just speaking normal. Like, he was speaking so, like, nonchalant. He's like, blah, 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 Yeah, he's like, okay, cool. Oh, shit, I'm on! Yeah, he looks at the camera. Fixes his hair a bit. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. You're telling me this whole thing's just an act? Well, he he does look like a thespian. <coughs> really? I thought he looked like Lunette the Clown. <laughs> Maybe like one of it, her like Lunette's distant relatives. Maybe it's her father. Maybe it's maybe it's Grandma Garbanzo's husband. Maybe maybe in the other side of the house there's the big comfy couch. <laughs> um But yeah, like I I'm sorry, I don't mean to sound like a dick when I say this, but like God, I really want someone to die in the show. I just feel like it'd be really good for the show. Just out for blood, someone dies. I I don't see what your problem is. I mean, like, no, okay, okay. So, like, I just feel like in a show, in a series like Con Rider, if someone dies in the show, that means like shit's real, shit's at stake. Bullshit. So, like, like, 
Last... Sorry again, no, no. Chief. Like when Chase died in Drive, ah! that was a big fucking deal. That hit us all super fucking hard. Well, okay, but there's a problem with that. What? It was at the very end of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, of course, you know, for a finale, you have to, you know, go go all out. Better example, build. I can't name the characters off my hand, but just like. How many people died in build and oh. stayed dead? Well, that depends on whether you count being alive when they switch to the new world. Well, okay, like before new world. Yeah, Kazumi, Gentoku, they all went down. The the three friends, the freaking head of what was it? Ge- uh, uh, yeah, general lady or whatever. Well, not, like the general, the the old guy with the cane. Oh. Uh, Gentoku's dad. Yeah, again. Oh, yeah, Gentoku's dad. That dad. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, and Nanba. Yeah, Nanba, that's his name. Nanba. And think, Utsumi. Yeah, Utsumi. Yeah, so, like, that's why Build was so. I enjoyed Build's story so much, is just because, like. And let's all. And let's remember, every one of those deaths was a further along episode than where we're at. Oh, and spe- oh, speaking of Build, actually, a quick side note Kyle Higgins, who wrote the Power Ranger comic, is actually getting into Comrade Build. Cool. He's he been loving it. He loves it. That's because it's amazing. Oh, yeah, and yeah, course, yeah, that's like he's like, oh my goodness, there's so much story uh, potential. And of course, how could I forget the most tragic death in Kyle Rider? Laser. Like he never came back. That was really sad. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Okay, I, let's. <laughs> that people have been making comparisons between Laser's Christmas death and uh, Espada's quote unquote death. So it's so funny that like Espada's quote unquote death. Happened on Thanksgiving, like American Thanksgiving. So now we have Laser Christmas and Espada Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, but Izu's a robot. It's fine. They rebooted her. Turn, turn, her robot. turn her on back. Or turn her on. Turn her off and on. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> okay, let's get into the episode. Okay, so uh... holy shit, May's being serious. Yeah, no, I don't know who decides to like write May these past like couple episodes, but damn. She's not as annoying. Same guy that thinks, hey, you know who should be very serious? Ryo. Yes. Who, uh, who's good at writing female characters? Keiichi Hasegawa. Someone actually drew a picture of Laser to spot yeah. yeah. Wow. So uh, we, on we, the death chair. On so, the death couch. So now that all six swordsmen are assembled, uh, Legiel summons six of the Itazura goblins, which Ooh. are the mischievous goblins. They, and I gotta say, that shot of the goblins all jumping off the roof was awesome. Oh, that was such a good compositing shot. And it also kind of reminded me of the old Ninja Turtle games. Oh, freaking! It reminded <laughs> me of like, just I don't know why it just had me thinking of Gremlins a bit. Even though it's like not like there's no scene that's similar to that in Gremlins, but it's just like the idea of just like a horde of villains just like going off to cause mischief. No, that's not the Death Couch. That's just Rider Purgatory, like yeah. Rider Limbo, like waiting to, waiting to come back just. Waiting on that casting coach. No, but like, like out of the three of them, like Legio's my favorite. Like in terms of like appearance, like in his human form, because I just like like his stuff. Then I noticed he has like tassels on his like pants. So I'm like, oh no, you're gonna ruin it. They all have something weird. I, I will say with Zeus, it's his freaky hair, and with Storius, it's his extent, his bookmark extension. I, I, I will. I will say. <laughs> uh, was Zeus? 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 He is so far my least favorite of the three. Well, yeah, he's just like, animal. Yeah, like, fuck, I, hell, like, when I was catching up today, 
he stayed in his monster form for like two or three episodes. I'm like, pretty sure the actor was just unavailable yeah. to show up at set and, those days. And then when his human form finally showed up again, I'm like, oh shit, is that what you look like? Yes. I totally forgot. <laughs> um, so but in episode 11, stories. Kento and Rintar get into an argument about, you know, duty and family and such. And this is where we start to get some of Rintar's backstory. Wait a minute, Gar. Suus. Yeah. Did he, did he look like this? <laughs> Did he look something like this? <laughs> Tell him Large Marge sent ya! Her ghost! <laughs> so yeah, we, we get some of Rintaro's backstory, and we find that he has no parents. He was an orphan raised by the guild, which means, did he just, like, grow up at the base raised by Sophia his whole life, and oh, that's why he's yeah. so oh. ignorant of Earth culture? Yeah. So he's Django Fett. No, Gar. No. Yeah. No. No. Or he's man, or he's like Mando. Sure. For me, honestly, that's a huge fucking disappointment. I was expecting him to turn out to be like from the Wonder World. Okay, well, you know, Gar. It's not like when you get sworn into the Mandalorian clan. It's not like you're cut off from the rest of the fucking galaxy. You can still go wherever, do whatever the fuck you want. You just have. If you anything, follow principles. If anything, you're encouraged to. What with the being a mercenary. You could say, we are encouraged to love. Oh, Anakin. But, but, but I love the, uh... That, that was probably my favorite scene in the episode, though. Like, when uh, Kento was walking away. And, like, and Rintaro was, like, walking yeah, behind yeah, yeah. him. So, like, I'm not touching you! So, like, Kentaro starts... Or, Kento starts Kintaro. to run. Sorry, Kentaros. <laughs> They're both yellow. Uh... Uh... Now I want to see that actually. I wish I wish, Kento. Yeah. I wish I wish Decker was here so he could freaking uh, Kento? Kento. Kento and Rintaro. Kento, right? Let's call him Blades in the Spada. All right. Um, but no, just I want to like, see like all these guys like salad. I want to see all all these guys like color reversed. You I want to see Blades like red, you, you mean the Spada blue. You mean palette swap? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Like it just like, again Rintaro follow, following Kento. Kento stops. He Rintaro stops. stops. <laughs> he runs. He starts to run. He stops like a few steps ahead of him. What? Just, you tricked me! <laughs> it's like, I know you're following me, so what's up? What, what do you want? What do you need? What do you need? What do you need? <laughs> Joke works because he uses the light power. Yep. <laughs> Don't die. Choking my own rage here. <laughs> um, also, Sophia gives May some sort of key... And we still, two episodes later, don't know what the fuck that's for. Okay. So, I think... I think... They're kind of just, like, annoyed with May and they don't want her, like, getting killed or something. Babysit the so, house! No, no, no. So, here. This key's very important. It's Hold just... on to it till I get back. It's completely meaningless. It's a meaningless key. <laughs> It has nothing to do with anything. She just oh did God. that as an excuse to just get made to stay the fuck in here. I would laugh so no, hard. No, because then later we get like a we get like a like a like a promise thing with Kento or whatever like that, and it's like, and like May's like, oh, you mean the four of us? I was there too. And Thomas like, yes, that's nice. That's nice, May. Oh, yeah, oh, you oh. were there. It's oh. so funny. I'm sorry, she ruined that fucking moment in episode ten. Oh, absolutely. When they're, where, when they're clashing swords. Yeah, when they're clashing swords, and then she's like. And me! I'm like, shut up, May. Wait. <laughs> and look. Shut up, May. And look. I got it. May is Meg. Y'all think you're better than me, just to say, Brian. 
fucking no, dead. no, no. I got it. you all. You all think I'm better than me. It's freaking Luna, Sophia, and the chick from the Southern Bay. Oh, Reka. Yeah. <laughs> and like Kento's brooding again, as he does, as his, as his brood. Brooding rooftop. Oh, more like more like common rider broods. Yeah. He's just upset that his fan theory was wrong. <laughs> You're not my dad? What the fuck? I, I've been hyping this up. Yeah, yeah, I'm not your dad. Like, he's so fucking like, no, oh, you were supposed to be my dad. I, you were going to be cool. Right there. We would have had a huge Vader and Anakin, a huge Vader and Luke thing. I wanted to do Return to Jedi. You need to cut off my hand with my like my sword wielding hand. Like ah. So Sophia, after giving May the key, goes to meet with Caliber like under the bridge in that one scene we've seen a million times, and he says that what he's apparently after is some sort of eternal secret hidden truth of the universe or some shit. It's forty two. Okay, so yeah, and this is where I kind of have a theory about Caliber. So. Obviously, like, um, Daichi, that's his name? Kamijo Daichi. Yeah, yes. so Daichi. Daichi. Da- he's obviously so- after something. Like, he, I, I de- he's definitely one of those villains who's like, oh, what I will doing is good for the benefit of saving the world. That's probably where it's headed. He, he, he probably thinks that this truth that he needs to obtain is so important that he'll kill anyone and everything so, to get whatever power he needs. Yeah. To obtain it for some sort of bigger purpose. So he realized that the saber power set wasn't powerful enough. So he's like, he's like, oh, I need the sword of darkness. I need an upgrade. So he kills Kento's dad to get the caliber powers. Let's put that kills in very big quotation marks as of episode thirteen. And then, you know what I'm talking about. And then about. he was like, oh, I'm gonna go to Avalon and get King of Arthur because that'll like work with me. And then yeah, clearly Toma he... steals it, so he's like, "Well, fuck! Now I need a new fucking power up," and so that's why he gets Jao Dragon. Yes, that that this sort of explains Caliber's deal up until now. It's it's not just getting power for the sake of power; it's getting the power so that he can obtain this truth. And that's why he's using the, those three guys because he just he doesn't give a shit about what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, whatever this truth is, he's after is so important that it's worth risking letting the Megiddo conquer both worlds. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe he's just not saying anything to like Kento and the others because he's kind of trying to protect them. But then they keep getting in his way, so he has to like keep up this charade of just being like. Yeah, fuck off. I'm evil. But you guys in- are going to ruin my plan. But- it is interesting to know that after episode 10, so at this point, he actually stops using a voice filter when he's transformed. Well, now that they know who he is. Exactly. So now that they know who he Not is. Not that the filter was really that disguising, if they'd really paid attention. Yeah, but like, yeah, at least even when, like, even when, like, Gentoku was Night Rogue after we found out, like, who he was, like, he still used the filter, kind of. So it was like... Not as much. Not as much, but... Wizard always had a filter on his voice. Um, yes. Yeah, so Kento, as of this, as of this discovery, he happens upon them, and for the rest of his time for these episodes, he's just like off on a fucking yeah. Like he sees Sophia talking with Daichi, and he's like, "Oh, you two are fucking plant scheming something together, aren't you?" And it's like, dude, this is pretty sus. I think you two are the imposters. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> but like, like. You could have at least, like, asked her. Like, I hate when people just, like, jump to conclusions and, like, hey, overthink shit. Hey, man, he's, he's already been so pissy. 
I yeah, like I'm like that's why I'm kind of like annoyed with Kento because I'm like I get it. He's going through a lot in his head. He's carrying so much of a burden on him on his shoulders. But it's it, like it, he's it, thing. It, 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 he's got a look. Let's be real. He's got a lot on his plate. He's dealing with the whole loss of Luna, keeping it from Toma, worrying about his dad possibly being a traitor, then worrying about his dad being dead. And then worried that Sophia's betraying him. That's a lot also for someone saw, to handle. Like, also, we saw like a flashback of like Kento's dad like smiling really big and like he's then in, a, he like strokes his ear and then you see Kento like creepily stroking his ear the same way. No, no, but like he's, like father used to do. But you see Kento's dad like like rubbing his head and like smiling and big. And I'm just like that's a thousand dead puppies right there. <laughs> oh God, just, smiling Juzo. Just Kento's on the uh, roof there. Just also, whose roof's that? I think that's the roof of the bookstore. Can't be. We no, see, good. See the, no, no, no. Bookstore is only one level. It's <coughs> probably so, the toy building. So, yeah, it is the toy building. But like, you know, I'm just making like I just think of the old guy from the Black Friday trilogy from South Park. It's Kento's old hey, brooding ground. I keep telling yeah. you kids to get off my damn roof. I just think it's funny how like like Orb is saying in our chat how Ogami <clears throat> gives Kento the get your shit together talk so many fucking times, and every time Kento's like. Yeah, I'm back to normal. Don't worry about me, guys. It, and he absolutely it, is not. It's 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 pathetic of Kento because fucking May, you know, the character that is only known for shouting and screaming, <laughs> is serious throughout these two episodes, and even she's like, "Dude, <laughs> the fuck, get your shit together." No, and like even like Reika goes up and meets up with Kento, and she's just like. Hey, you suck. Here, take this ride book. Get better, scrub. Yeah. <laughs> He's like... That was ten, but yeah. <laughs> Kento. My dad used to call me that. Yeah, it's your it's fucking, fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the 60 Tazor Goblins each set up one of those big Wonder World portal books Ooh, in this, in this very, very nicely div- uh, separated organizational layout. And the swordsmen each go out uh, to fight them. Six goblins, six swordsmen. Coincidence? I think not. I think not. <laughs> um, and, and what are the odds? It's a trap. Yeah. So Saber manages to kill one with Slash's help. We get to see him go Dragon Bremen in that episode. That was kind of neat. Oh wow, we're totally gonna see that more. Which is interesting because this is the first time that the writer who it belongs to used the second book before Saber did. Every other writer's second book, Saber used before they did. Yeah, because Slash is like, fuck you, my book. Yeah. My book. Um, I, I, I took it out first, I get to read it. Yeah. So Saber and Kenzan each kill one of the goblins, which opens up the pillars of fire and wind, respectively. And it's already very obvious what's happening. But of course, everyone in the show is fucking ignorant. <laughs> No. Well, it, it, it's more which is really weird when you find out later that this already happened. Yeah, no, but it, it's a thing of like they're more they're more focused on saving the people, which is fine. But they could have just split it up in a way where they didn't activate the pillars of light in the correct elemental order, which they kind of did at one in one instance. But they could have done a better job. Oh, they, they probably just didn't oh, realize. Don't get me started we'll about get, next about the next episode. We'll get into that, that but uh, but so, yeah, just. I actually do. I do have to give them, you know, you know, the tip of my hat of how the, how episode twelve does begin with them being like, "Well, we're not done with eleven yet." Yeah, but they're like, "Oh yeah, we." So we all agree this is a trap. Oh yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them though. Um, but yeah, so 
as Kento is blathering on about who betrayed who, uh, we see Caliber debut his new form, Jao Dragon. Survival. Oh, you don't. Oh, you don't have the. You don't have the chime. Down. It's really fucking awful English. Oh, you know what? I need Something to about a dark joke. Hang on. Game over. I, I the sequence up. for it is fucking badass, mm. though. How badass is it? It burned the book bumper. Because <laughs> usually the book bumper, you know, like it flips and then cuts it, like it cuts into uh, the rest of the episode. With its debut, after it turns, it burns the bumper and it showcases the dragon. I'm like, of course, the evil rider's a book burner. Ugh. An <laughs> asshole. Okay, here it is. So it's just basically like. Jump out the book over at first. The fear of the darkness. You make a just no matter dark job. Fury in the dark. Oh wait, there's a bit more. And there. it's like there's no escape. Wait, there was a bit more there. I like that song Total is darkness. No parents. <laughs> that theme may be a bundle of awful English, but man, is it a metal as fuck song. And just, but yeah, Joe Dragon, woo! He's got a cape. Beautiful. It is nice form. That is the perfect... Like, all perfect villain riders need to have capes. That is it the perfect design. Fucking... If, if you said design a rider with the keywords evil dragon emperor, that's the suit you come up with. Like the visor looks like like the mouth of the dragon. Cause like, it's almost like he ripped the fucking mask off from Jaku Dragon. Yeah, but like... It, it kind of reminded me a bit of that freaking... Fan film, Jason David Frank trying to do the White Dragon. Legend thing. of the White Dragon. Yeah. It's okay, yeah, yeah, like the, the helmet does kind of have a similar aesthetic, yeah. <laughs> or like it, it reminds me a bit of like Kyoriger a bit with like the whole visor being open. Yes. Sorry, my throat. <laughs> or when the five dragons cross. Five dragons cross. Um, the only thing I'd say is like on the actual like pop up book, like when it's open, like I don't like that it's just like a black background and it just has like the pop out model of the dragon i wish that, it was like a more like stylish background. that's the same problem i have with the dragon ignite one that we'll talk about in the next episode that i think they should have done a better job putting like an image background on the inside of it mm -hmm. but, but yeah uh, but, 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 but there is writing on the inside in those spots you can't it's very hard to see but there is some of the the, the, the wonder writing but yeah well, well i guess with it being like the first pop-up book in the you know Ooh, it's a pop -up. Uh, the yeah. other two that we're getting in the future uh, you know, I guess they wanted to go basic, something unique. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but yeah, for an upgrade form for a villain rider, like, of this caliber, ah. uh, it's, it's pretty fucking good. Like, it is. <laughs> Shut up! De definitely one of the best designs in the show, probably. At least for me. And then Blades get slashed. Yeah. Uh, fucking Rintaro. So he's debut. So obviously he's, he's rife with debut illness, and he's about to give a spot of the fucking business. And then Blades comes in and just takes the hit, and uh, starts coughing blood. And that's where I start worrying. Oh, there you go, Red Blades. Oh yeah, Blazing yeah. Lion. Now that's Carrider Blaze. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, it's Gower Ranger. <coughs> Blazing Lion. Blazing Lion. Soaring Eagle. Iron Bison. Noble Tiger. Howling Wolf. Um. So episode eleven ends with. Uh, whoever Tassel was talking to on the phone visiting, who obviously we later find out is the dude who I'm going to call Arthur until we get told otherwise. Arthur. Like, he was the dude who gave him Arthur, yeah. so I'm going to call him Arthur until we get told otherwise. Hey, it's better than my name for him. Mysterious guy from episode 7. 
Sure. Yeah, so, like, Rintaro fucking gets, takes the hit, and he spits out blood, and I was like, oh, shit. So, like, immediately after I, I watched I saw it, that, I'm like, you will not kill my boy! Yeah, like, I see it, and I just, like, message Ichi afterwards, and I'm just like, so, about that episode? <laughs> yeah, and then it was, like, a couple days later when we found out about his upcoming power up, and I'm like, excellent, he's not dead. But where's his spotter's form? Oh. There's no new spotter form. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's when you're like, oh, That's why, shit. like, episode 12, I'm like, okay, he's fucking, he's gone. Like, gone. You peaked. What? Yeah, you peaked. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then it ends with basically Rintaro falling unconscious. Yeah. And, and again, it leads into the whole May being serious thing. By calling out freaking Rento or uh, Kento, Kento's shit. He's like, he's like, oh, I guess I can't not worthy of being a swordsman because I put my personal feelings in the way. No shit, Sherlock. Oh yeah, the one thing we didn't mention from from eleven is like when Rintaro was like chasing down Kento, he's like, hand in your sword, you are a failure. That was kind of harsh. Yeah, well, it's because like he takes he takes his duty so fucking yeah seriously. because the guild is his family. Yeah, this is the way. This is the way. Yeah. Um, also, when like, I have spoken, when Blades gets uh, like gets like takes the hit, you see him like try to like swipe his sword and fucking Caliber, but Caliber's just like, whoa, it's, easy it's, there, fella. It's just like when he tried to fight Zuos the first time. Yeah. Just... <laughs> um. So yeah, it's episode twelve. Like Rintaro's in bed, like a really really nice bedroom. Yeah. Which I like. Fuck. How many other rooms are there in this space? This is a really nice. Place. I feel like it's like the TARDIS. Oh, it's bigger on it's just it's it's bigger on the inside. I mean, it does look like a fairly big building from the outside. Hell, the fucking center, like the main room we see of the Sword of Logos, looks like looks like, like a TARDIS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like remember in the remember in the Doctor Who movie? Like, oh yeah, also yeah. yeah. Also, while Caliber and Espada were fighting, Sophia got kidnapped by someone, and she hasn't reappeared since. Oh, did she get kidnapped? Yeah, she got like. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, <laughs> someone snuck up behind her and just poofed her. Peter and I are fans. Snapped. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, Sophia's gone, and e- even as of the end of episode 13, she hasn't come back yet. So it's cute that, like, uh, Rintaro wakes up, and, um, it's like, uh, May goes up to her, and he's just like, oh, it goes up to her, and it's like, oh, Rintaro, you're awake, and he just grabs her arm. It's Kento, okay? <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Oh, oh, thank God. And she, but you see, like, when he touches her arm, he, he touches her, he's just like, oh. Yeah. She, she likes him. Oh, yeah. Those two have a thing for each other. I'm surprised there hasn't been any more of the whole Rintaro x It's not that Rintaro it's... has a... Th- they have a thing for each other. She has a thing for him. Yeah. He's just kind of being because like... Because what with her, him saving her life from well, being launched. Actually. Ow. <laughs> with you mentioning that, we're watching the Spider-Man documentary today. Because they actually brought this up. Because apparently the female... Like, the main female character in the show is technically dating... Uh, Spider-Man in that show. It's okay. just, you know, since it's a kid's show... They just don't show it? Yeah, they can't really show their expressive... Yeah. Like, like they can't be as expressive as they want to. Yeah. So, it's... <laughs> this is basically as close as we're gonna get. Kind of like with uh, Tommy Tomo and uh, Senna. Yeah. That's yeah. as close as we're gonna get. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So... They talk about how this whole six books and six pillars thing is obviously a trap, but Ogami decides, fuck that, we're gonna go kick their asses anyway. Oh, also, I did, I did notice something. So, 
every time Toma gets a memory, like, regains a bit more of his memory, it's every time he gets a, a, a hold of a new book. Yeah. Because, like, I noticed when he got Bremen the Rock Band in the last episode, like, his memory resurfaced a bit more, and he was like, oh, Luna, I remember her! Yeah. So, yeah, so I think, It's like, like he, each book opens a new page of his memories. Oh, a new chapter in his life. Actually, he didn't really know about Luna. Until freaking Rintaro, midway through episode 12, was just like, you have to go where you and Luna and, and, uh, and Kento met. It's just, and and it, that's when he just like It's because, it's because while Rintaro was in bed, he pretended to be unconscious while Kento just like monologued at him about, about like Toma and Luna. And here's the one thing that bugs me from that speech. Kento's like, oh, I was so relieved to find out Toma was alive. I thought he was, I thought he was dead. So for 15 years, you never thought to look him up and see if he was still alive? What a dick friend. Right? <laughs> I mean, maybe he was just focused on his duties as a swordsman. So who knows? <laughs> duties. No. Bad. <laughs> no. Just meet, meet me at the place we promised at. Dude, that was like 15 years ago. I don't even remember what I had for breakfast Oh, dude, that got week. turned into a soup, uh, a big mall. <laughs> it's a parking lot now. It's a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! It reminds me of that like, that that Snoopy special where like he go they go to like where they were born and then like it ended up becoming like a parking garage, but they end up like. No, no something that uh, reminds me of is that uh, when Family Guy made fun of uh, Shawshank Redemption, where it's like go down to the stone to the stone wall and there should be a a, a false rock there. Then again, I've been here for like 20 years, so that place is probably a Walmart by now. <laughs> so, uh, if you go there, buy yourself some uh, nice jeans, a uh, decent shirt, and have a good day. <laughs> so, even though they realize it's a trap, and, uh, Arthur. <laughs> someone, someone take the Arthur fist meme and put a fucking sword in his yeah, hand. Put the sake in it. Yes. Put Rekka in his hand. Um... So, even though they realize it's a trap and they're just going to go through it anyways, they, what they don't really talk about is how obvious it is that the point of the trap is, oh, we need a swordsman for each of the six elements to activate each of the six pillars. Like, even though fire and wind have already been activated because Saber and Kenzon killed one of the goblins, oh. they don't really talk about the fact that, like, oh, maybe we should organize ourselves in a way that we don't trigger the rest of them. Oh my goodness, I get it. Which is even dumber when you can when they talk about the fact that the same thing happened fifteen years ago. I get it. Earth, wind, but they're trying to bring back Captain Planet. <laughs> Captain Planet. I thought you were gonna say the Avatar. No, fuck that. That's too mainstream. <laughs> Gotta go, with Captain Planet. When the world needed Saber the most, he vanished. But uh, they, they help drive this point home when, when they all head out to fight more, the other four goblins. And Saber tries to go to one of them, but then Zuos and Storius show up to stop him. Like, oh, we don't need you anymore. We already got yours. <laughs> and then like, is kind of an idiot. Oh, no. Storius and Zuos. Zuos? 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 Zuos and Storius, two of the strongest uh, monsters that there are. Better go base form. Yeah, better go base form. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm like, it's like, it's not like he can't go into like his wombo combo because we see him go wombo combo like when we cut back to him. Oh, I'm yeah. like, why didn't you start they, off with they've that? They've already clearly established, they've already clearly 
put it out there that like, oh, it's no longer tiring to use, and we, we, it, we're it, past that now. Like from the wrestler, or like some just mentioned it's not like he doesn't have a giant ass mech that he could just summon yeah also that like no we're never gonna see king of arthur ever again actually i think i did see in one of the scans he's gonna go like dragon eagle arthur at some point which is something i'm like why haven't you done that you stupid fuck dragon eagle arthur and i say hey well a wonderful book today I mean, he is named Arthur Reed. <gasps> oh, Co- correlation. R-E-A-D. Everything falls back to Arthur. A-A-R-D. Having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. You've got a second sword driver. I think we've already made these jokes. Having fun isn't hard when you got a second sword driver. What I really laughed at was... When they're in the base, they're all like, alright, you head here and you head there. Ren, you go with Kento so he doesn't do something stupid. May. Uh, okay! Yep. And then fucking Ren gets all the way <laughs> to the battle site before he turns around and realizes Kento isn't fucking with him! <laughs> you fucking moron! <laughs> I, just find, I just find it hilarious. It's like, just... Kenton, es- uh, Espada, go there. Buster, you head there. Slash, you. There. May. Yeah? Shut the hell up. <laughs> no, and then May comes, like, into Rintaro's room where he's recovering, and it's just like, it's like, I got your favorite! He clears! Ah! Oh. Where'd you go? I'm like, yeah, May is, no. May is, May, as usual, as established from Buster's debut, May is terrible at keeping watch over people. <laughs> Fucking mention eclairs. It reminded me of something I wanted to bring up. How they fucking cameoed Oren. Oh, yeah. And Gridon. Oh, yeah. And they did fucking nothing with it. It was just like, hey, the Gridon Bravo special is a thing now. That is a huge slap in the fucking face. Also, I don't think <coughs> Oren would be that scared what, with, you know, being a rider. Exactly. Jonochi would have, but like, not Oren. So just, maybe this is just different versions of them. Maybe, yeah, this is the saber version of these two. Yeah. They somehow still met, but they. Yeah. They're maybe a gay couple, I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, I reiterate, Ren is a fucking moron. How the fuck did he get all the way there not realizing Kento wasn't behind him? Instead, Kento goes to just brood at Rintaro in bed and tells him about Luna and Homa and blah blah blah. Why didn't Kenzon just call him and be like, hey, guys, I lost him. <laughs> He's gone. And then fucking, it, I, like, every time I see this shot, it kills me. Just Rintaro fucking just jumping in on the line ah! oh yeah so Thomas oh. getting his shit kicked in by Zeus and Storius and then out of fucking nowhere Rintaro just storms in on the lion not even henchined I'm like <laughs> yeah that, that threw me off that threw me off and I fucking died. I died laughing I thought it was so funny you want to see something funnier Try, look up the behind the scenes photo of that it's just a bunch of dudes carrying him on a metal beam <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, yeah. My god, just like Cal it's like Caliber like and Sophia talking to each other. It's like freaking uh it's like freaking Aslan talking to the White Witch. It's like don't speak the ancient words to me, uh, witch. I was there when they were written. Alright, more on the topic of people being morons. So Zeus and Storius do show up to stop Saber because they've already activated the pillar of fire. Yep. But for some reason, Nobody goes to stop Kenzan from killing one of the goblins, even though they already have the Pillar of Wind! No. Why? Because 
We need Kenzon to do something. What is Legio doing? He's just standing there on the roof doing nothing! My master plan is coming together. And they just let Kenzon get away with killing the second goblin, and that book disappears. If it wasn't for Calibre, that would have really fucked their plans. Well, I think they were trying to hint that, like, one of these riders wasn't going to make it out of this two-parter. And speaking of Calibre and plans being fucked up, even though they need six elemental seconds to activate this whole trap thing that they're doing, Calibre sees fit to just have another final clash with Espada and fucking attempt to murder him. Espada. I mean... Buddy. Uh, we find out in episode 13 that there's a way around this, but until then, my thought was, Don't you need a spot to activate the last pillar, you fucking morons? Also, Espada, Rintaro, baby, booby. This guy almost killed you last time. What makes you think you have a fucking chance against him oh, again? Oh, he's enraged and he knows he, he's like, even he's, if with my life at stake, I will defeat you. He's not thinking straight. We no, he know isn't. this. No. Like, not even close. Uh, I, I get it. You, at the end of the battle, he's like, I don't care if it costs me my life. And then it did. Uh, dude, dude you, maybe you shouldn't say that shit when you don't mean it. Red flag. Red flag. Crimson. Gatry. Gatry. <laughs> um, it was a cool fight between the two, though. Oh man, that last like where he like zips back and forth and then dives into the darkness and then you hear you are over. Yeah, and I think what they could have done to enhance that scene is like show the jaws of the dark dragon like closing in around him. Yeah. Or maybe have it go black and just say, You are over. You know what would have been more amazing? If like they fought like I know we when Toma shows up at night, but they should have fought at night and it should have been thunderstorming. Because then it's a real clash of lightning versus darkness. Mm, that would have been cool. Oh, oh, yeah, we get to see the bike again. That, yeah, so it's apparently Diablo's... wherever this fucking place is, it's like hours away from where fucking Saber was fighting. Hey, I mean, hey, if you look at that big hey. overshot of the city, it doesn't look very far away, but it apparently hey. takes so long for Toma to get to Kento that by the time he reaches him, it's fucking night. You gotta remember, Toma just regained his memories. He still has to figure out how to get there. Okay? <laughs> He's like driving in circles for hours. <laughs> Stops the gas station. Hey, do you know what this place is? Fuck off. Gordon man. Street. <laughs> ah, Gordon Street. <laughs> I knew a boy on Gordon Street. Can <laughs> we? Can we? I know. I know this is like cutting it very short, but don't you think we can have someone better than this? Don't you think we can get like Joe Odegiri or something like that? <laughs> Gordon just, Street. Just talk. Just talk, Shianga. Gordon Street, eh? I no, because, a shocker because, rider on no, Gordon Street. Because it's a spot, it's Golden Street. It's Golden. Ah, Golden Street. <laughs> uh, that's the title of the episode. Ah, Golden Street. <laughs> Golden Street. Um, so yeah, so Toma gets there. Kento's fucking dying. You okay, but... Sensu Bean! <laughs> Sensu Bean! Phoenix down! <laughs> So it, it's really like sad because like Kento's like, I'm sorry. Toma's like, I remember everything. Kento's like, ah... Well, that sucks. I'm dying. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, Let's be real for a sec. That shot where like they go for the pinky and then he like misses it and his hand drops. That actually fucking hurt. I was like, oh. That uh. actually physically hurt me. <laughs> oh yeah. No, oh yeah, like no no jokes. That like the final part of the episode with like as soon as it goes black and then it goes to nighttime. Afterwards, from like just that last chunk. Best scene in the episode. Yeah. You know what isn't my favorite scene in the episode? <laughs> Freaking Rintaro going like, 
oh, I can't transform. Guess I better go help help the, the citizens. Proceeds to transform and fight the goblins. I mean, he does only go base form. Did, but do you see where I mean? Where I where I where I mentioned the direction of the show doesn't really make any sense. They they somewhat kind of contradict themselves. I mean, I don't think they ever said that he couldn't transform. He was just damaged. But like like the way that he like was speaking was kind of like maybe I shouldn't overdo it. Maybe I should just help them. And then he goes in and kills the goblin and falls into the trap. Yeah, it's like. <coughs> Damn it, Rintaro, you activated the water pillar. You activated my trap card. My heart. So yeah, after this really sad moment, fucking Tassel and Arthur show up. But like, I've already watched 13. They're just like not there. Like, it doesn't like them showing up has no resolution. They just show up and watch him quote unquote die at the end of the episode. This is my favorite part. I <laughs> <laughs> just got popcorn. Yeah, yeah Tassel's just got popcorn. So yeah, how do we capitalize on this very sad, serious moment? Happy ending music! <laughs> it's like fucking Family Guy trying to do something serious, then joke! Oh, that's why Drive did it right when fucking Shinosuke got defeated. It's just like, yeah. no, 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 no special ne- things. Next time on a very special Kamen Rider Drive. Bow, chicka, bow, wow. Bow, Oh yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm sorry I didn't tell you anything. I'm like, yeah, you kind of an asshole for that for not telling me the guy that has pieces of my memory won't tell me my past they never really fully justified why kento wouldn't just tell him about it like i get that like oh it hurts to know that you failed to save someone but like i don't think that's enough to like withhold it from him maybe it was just because he wanted toma to know on his own no no he, he very clearly at one point said maybe it's better that you just don't know but it's like if you know, maybe you should tell him. Yo, in case shit like this does happen. Tell him the, the truth! truth! Again, because again, at the beginning... Alan Genius! Just at the beginning of the episode. Oh, meet me at the place where we promised. Kento, you know he doesn't have his memory. Well, he knows he's gotten part of his memory back. <laughs> they just go to, like, a purgatory where, like, Kento is later. Just, come on, it's <laughs> Is use the genie in the Wonder Ride book. <laughs> Kento, I wish to save. I wish to save Luna. <laughs> I wish to save you too. What would you do with a genie? <laughs> great, great for, uh, great for wealth. Uh, wish for another, wish for another genie. Freedom genie. Freedom for the first genie. <laughs> the next line is, I want to find Luna. Anytime. <laughs> yeah. What if Luna becomes a rider from the Southern Base? I can see that. Hi, y'all. I'm Luna. What if Reika is Luna? Oh, my God. <laughs> Rika Ryder says, I do something with that dragon. Just Caliber, you stay out of this. Caliber, Caliber, he's our man, rider. If he can't do it, great. I'll show you how dragonic I can be. <laughs> just make Aladdin quotes all day. Where's Emily when you need her? Right. Just, just father, buddy. Oh my goodness, he's dead. <laughs> no one's gonna like this when I get... Like, I also noticed, these guys take death very seriously when, you know, fucking few episodes ago. Oh no, Buster's dead. No, he's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> fucking just Toma giving his I'm son, so- like, sword the sword. I'm sorry I couldn't save your father. 
<laughs> just go to beat the Medusa. Then right? all's well. Right? Kenzo was there on scene. He knows. He knows how to fix knows it. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Kenzo's now, just looking at him like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. Now, now, if he was, you know, turned to stone, then shattered, then yeah, then that would be a problem. So yeah. Um, but you can tell he's not dead because <coughs> this is Tokusatsu. He didn't dissipate. It's true. Not yet. Taps nose knowingly. <laughs> oh my goodness, his father's dead. No, you see, he's just lying there on the ground, cold. I'll get now. He's yeah, we dead. We totally didn't watch episode thirteen right after we watched episode twelve. I didn't, except I watched the last bit there. So you watched the important bit. I watched what the, mattered. I watched the MVP bit. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into that on next episode. Yeah, Friday. But oh, for no. now, no, no, Kento, he's he's sleeping. He's unconscious. <laughs> He's in a coma. All right. Okay, now we can cue the cue. Keen. Alright, let me get this out of the way. Sayo should have known not to trust a man named Kusaka. Let's be real. Well, also, I mean... also, this guy looked like Bonjo. It was weird. Like he, he had the face structure. It was like if Bonjo had like a thicker face and kind of looked also like Takumi. Yeah. Yeah. This is alternate universe Bonjo. Remember? Yeah. Or sorry, New World Bonjo. New World, New World Bonjo just has. No, he's no, he's dating Kasumi. Yeah. <laughs> and he has and he has black hair. Yeah. yeah. So so this episode has two different titles depending on which summary you go with. With overtime, it's mad about Sayo. But for TV Nihon, it's something about Sayo. Like or, something about Mary? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, <laughs> I want to go with this, there's something about Mary joke. But it, wor- it works out really well that we have to talk about these two episodes, Cure Major, because it's actually a two-parter. Yeah. So yeah. That, 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 work, that worked out in the end. Boy. So yeah, the setup for 32 is that Sayo is on a date with one of her senior classmates and that he wants to <coughs> tell her something. And everyone's all excited because they think he's going to confess his love to her. Oh, they fucking. <laughs> it was, like, weird how enthusiastic they were about it. Especially Tamitomo. It was, it was <clears throat> like they were, act- it was like they weren't even acting. They were, like, so genuinely hyped up about it. It was kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely have to say this about, about Kira Major. It's nice to see that the show cares about showcasing, um, their personal lives? Yeah, with their personal lives. Like, yeah. Like, it's not like Shikenger or, like, Ghostager, where, like... They lived for the mission. Yeah, like, or Ryu Soldier, unfortunately. Where they just where, didn't live. Yeah, it's like, the goal is... <laughs> <laughs> the goal is to defeat the bad guy. You can tell they're at a fancy restaurant because, you know, Sal's a doctor, so she's making that mad money. Hell yeah. I had to, I had to Being come a cure major don't pay bills. <laughs> I had to come back here to get her pills. But you're a doctor. You could have just went to any pharmacy. <laughs> I feel like though, since freaking Hagatama Nami is just like, you know, he runs care or whatever like that. He has like he's just like loaded, like he's filthy, stinking rich. And oh, so probably. Well, we... he built a chower shaped like a palm tree. Still dumb. <laughs> well, we know from Hagatama Nami in this episode. I'm so you... proud of you guys saying the full name because I. I respect because him. he's because yeah no I, I, just what Gar said because I respect the man so much because he's so fucking cool exactly but Hakutomi he was carrying gold damn it right that suit is too cool away cool so anyways <laughs> uh, it was like suddenly shown in the background when they were talking to Sayo and they're like oh like 
like maybe you won't maybe you won't get married. Will you still be a care major or like will you stop being one? You see Hakatomi Nami do his X thing. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe Did he? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah, in the background you see him do the like do the cross thing with his arms. And I'm like, <laughs> I guess what I missed I'm like that. maybe he has a higher power of like, I am your boss. You are not allowed to quit even if you do get married to this fuck. I mean it seemed pretty they don't explicitly say it, but Jewel believes that what she says is that she would go on being doing both. I want that for a Sentai. They're like they have contracts. It's like it's like once you sign this contract, you are a fucking member of the Sentai team until I deem otherwise. That'd be interesting. That would be. It'd cool. be kind of a, like a modern take on the Showa idea where they were like military operatives. Why do you guys fight these monsters? Yeah, the Severance push. Also, Sony. <laughs> I mean, we have to fight Union dudes, but. Hey man, I get to fly around that cool ass jet. Well, it's like scan soon, damn it! Everyone's fucking hyping them up. Next month or end of this month. Um, but, uh, yeah, Sayo's on a date because Tommy Tomo apparently persuade her to do it. Yeah, and it's unfortunate for this two parter that we don't see this Kusaka guy after episode thirty two. So I guess he was not important enough to show up in episode thirty three. So we don't get any resolution to this whole relationship. Well, it's not that it's not that Tommy. Tomo, yeah, you're right. I didn't notice. It's not that Tommy Tomo made her go on the date in the first place. It he, was, he when, was like, "You should do it. You should do it." No, but he was like, "No, but when it was like, oh, I wonder if I should like confront him about like what he was gonna say and stuff." And she she wasn't sure. But then that's when Tommy Tomo was like, "Yeah, yeah go, go for it. Whatever." Um, but oh, little do we know, it's a trap. This. Kusaka guy is the fucking biggest moron I've seen in a Sentai in a long time. He's a Kusaka. Haha. <laughs> so, like, he fucking, like, <coughs> fuddles about with this thing he's got to tell her. And it doesn't even turn out to be a confession. He just wants her to solve his fucking science project. Which I was like, wait, science does, like, science like this? I'm like, okay. She's a doctor. She would know it. And- well, a doctor is more about medicine. It depends what kind of doctor she is. I mean, like... If Maybe she... she just has, like, minors in other sciences. Yeah. So. So, yeah, so... Hello, they have I'm... This... Hello, I'm Sayo. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening. I, can I also... You, you talked about when we were watching it, but at the start of 32, it was hilarious how, like... So Sayo's off on her date, and then there's a Yoda on this, like, reading, and they're like... Sayo's gonna have the most awesome day! Let's let her have it and go kill the monster! Woo! And then they just fucking storm out with such fervor that you can see the fucking camera shaking, and then you hear something shatter in the background. <laughs> I, I gotta love this team, man. They're like, let's go! Woo! Let's go have Sayo get laid! <laughs> just Joel Kinnamaki! draws like a nice like fanfic picture of just Sayo and Kusaka doing something. There's a baby. It was funny like the whole time. It's a winning picture. When Kusaka at the dinner date like eventually he gets far enough along that he's like oh I have something to show you and I'm just like it's my dick. (laughs) But of course it wasn't. (laughs) No so we find out that apparently Yodana is like planting a seed. Yodana tricked Kusaka into cultivating this Yodan ivy seed which, if sprouted, would basically cause the planet to decay. It would terraform it. Decay. Into another Yodonheim. 
Also, my one of my favorite scenes in this episode was just like Garza going to uh, Adamald or like or like he goes yeah. to Hakubu or whatever, and he's just like he's he like has his helmet off and he's just like ah oh, Hakubu, it's been too long, my old friend, and he's like Garza, you fucking traitor, and he's just like yeah, you're right. <laughs> Mind control beam! I spent tirelessly in this canyon learning in this canyon learning this new technique so I could master my own. I studied for twelve days in the valley of stagnation to learn this mind control beam. Yeah. And now, is he just men talk? And now, Embok, you will die. You, you loved men talk, but I freaking loved uh, Doctor What's His Face, the shrink ray guy. Oh, uh, Professor Reducto. No, Reducto. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's Science a- breeze. Shrink gun. And he was played by Stephen Colbert. <laughs> okay, okay. You know what? That's actually a pretty clever name for someone with a shrink ray. Yeah. Reducto. I just love shrink gun. <laughs> so yeah, Garza has a master plan. Go to Atwell and kill his brother again. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's pretty much his, his whole objective. I sealed you once, motherfucker! I can do it again! He goes to where Hakobu is sitting and then mind beams him so that he can pilot him to go to Atamal so that he can try to mind beam Aladdin into killing him. Oh, that's some foreshadowing for what happens in Yeah, because like, we, fi- we, we find out later that like his plan's just like, oh, like the, the, the monsters I'm, we're bringing out, like, Phoenix Robo, whatever the fuck it's called, can defeat him. So I'm so getting you out of the picture. We're gonna cut off Grateful Phoenix. Which, yeah, I mean, is a solid plan. So we're gonna we're gonna disable their strongest Zord so that they can't kill our biggest monster. You know what? Yeah, that's pretty clever. Yeah, not not the greatest plan, but it's built on what makes sense. It's a good foundation, at least. Yeah. Keep them busy with the riddle monster. I'm gonna cane and able this shit. Yeah, by the way, the fucking Jamenshi this week is Nazokake Jamen, which is Riddle Mask. That's weird. He didn't look like Jim Carrey. So, <laughs> we won't... We are not gonna get into the whole riddle thing because, like, different subgroups subbed it differently and it's Japanese riddles. Yeah. Overtime decided to take liberties and translate it into jokes that made more sense in English, whereas TV Nihon kept the original context of the joke intact for the Japanese as they speakers. do so you can really pick your poison on that one the, i mean i like the, the point like is the, the point is time jokes because the point no is sense. the answers were all puns yeah no more puns yeah i mean it's thanks to it's thanks to kyoruja like uh kyoru blue with, uh, yeah because of him i found out that like oh japan really loves their puns yes so i still need a gif of when nozan does a joke Freaking, you see King, like, literally get shivers up his spine. Oh, that was fucking, that's all man joke. Yeah, yeah, he's And like, then fucking Blue Buster's just like, hey, I got that. <laughs> yeah, we're old guys, yeah. What? Huh? What? Come again? Don't run. But yeah, so Sayo finds out that Kusaka was convinced by Yodana to grow this seed in exchange for, oh, when we take over the world, we won't kill you two. I promise. You fucking moron! For someone who went to school for science, you are a dumb motherfucker. Yeah. Like, when does that ever work out for anyone? This man hasn't watched the Sentai. This guy doesn't watch his show. Well, yeah, he's too busy, you know, with his aquarium bullshit science. That's not a science. Yeah. Don't you know anything about science? But, uh, of course. Don't you know anything about science? 
But because this, like, underground lab where they're cultivating this thing is so far down that even the fucking Kirame Changer doesn't have signal, after revealing her identity as Kirame Pink to him, she unmorphs, hands him her Changer, and says, Go upstairs and tell my friends what happened. Wait a minute. If she couldn't get a signal, then how the hell is she able to transform? I guess the powers are all stored locally like in the device. Like, it's a communicator thing for, like, talking. Like, the, it, the, the power's in the changer. Yeah. And it's also just the thing of, like, why didn't you, why didn't both of you run? Someone had to hold them off. Yeah, because they would have just kept chasing them. and Which, which no kind of also then doesn't make sense because he just runs into more of them as he keeps going. Yeah, but he fucking darts down that fucking hallway. He's yeah, just like, he's... ah! Just... Makes sense Ooh. this fucker's good at running away. <coughs> Pussy. I want it so bad when, like, she hands her him the changer, and it's like, you are Kirame Pink now. I would have loved that. <laughs> male Kirame Pink. Totally would have loved that. That would have been amazing. You're Kirame Pink now. What? I saw some clips and gifs recently of, like, Tokyuji when, like, Light became, uh, Tokyuji Go Pink, and I was like, oh, I miss that. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. First male pink ever. But Sayo actually kicks some ass. Like, she steals one of their rake lances. But, uh, of course, eventually she goes down. And I gotta say, that one shot where you see the Bishats just, like, dragging her away, that was like, oh, man. They could have just stabbed her and killed her right there. Yeah, and then freaking episode yeah. 33, like, your daughter, like, has her, like, choked up by, like, a by the whip. And we'll we'll get to that. But, like, oh, man, that's brutal. Um. But, yeah, we just, like. The, ep- the episode tw- 32 ends with. Them successfully summoning three Jemenjus at the same time. Tank, shield, and Sengoku. Rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Lizard, Spock. <laughs> and also we're back to the regular ending. No more Kirame Music Festival. Aw, I miss those. Those are all fucking good. I kind of want to get the character CD for the songs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, episode 33 opens with the Jemenjus... Just, I guess, wreaking havoc while the Cure Mages are in Carrot. And they have this fucking, like, tactical map of the city. It's just, like, a big red grid. Mm-hmm. And they've got so many stupid items representing, like, oh, this is the building, and this is the Jemenjus, and this is the Zords. Why is the time machine acorn? I didn't have time to make pro- make miniatures of everything, okay? I just love that for, for Gigant Driller, they use a pair of fucking ice cream cones. <laughs> now, for Gigant Driller... Oh, I'm sorry, were you, were you, is this yours? <laughs> and then for Grateful Phoenix, they just have a fucking wooden goose. duck. Or, yeah, goose. Unti- so, untitled know. goose. Untitled goose sword. Untitled <laughs> 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 goose sword. <laughs> and then, like, Aladdin temporarily borrows Jewel's soul. Like, hey, look, I'm in a beam struggle with Garza. Fucking help! <laughs> fucking help! <laughs> I'm gonna use your mind quickly. What? <laughs> The transition was kind of cool. But the drugs finally kick in. Yeah. <laughs> the Kira May drugs. The Kira the May drugs. Yep. Uh, so and then, like, Jewel comes back, and it's like, if that duck is Grateful Phoenix, then we're all ducked now. <coughs> well, we all better duck and fuck. Duck and cover. Oh, is that the phrase? Yeah. <laughs> duck and cover. Duck and cover. So... You can tell this was the big reason why I was excited for the episode. This two-parter was directed by Kiyotaka Taguchi. You know, the guy that he was... He is famous 
for being like the main director for Ultraman Org. Yeah. And you know, once you see the shots in this episode, holy fuck, that whole battle scene. Yeah, no, that is what you just see in Ultraman in general. When yeah. you watch Ultraman, shit like that happens all the time. It's great. Well, not not all the time, but like, but like they're that is like what you usually get out of Ultraman. That's when it, that like, was so fucking rad. So like red and yellow henchmen, and they start fighting a field of Bishats on like the bottom half of the screen. And then on the top half, all the fucking Megazords are standing there, and they start fighting the the monsters. And the, the like, the camera's rotating, and a, one of the giant swords comes in and almost kills them from above. That was the raddest fucking fight scene I've seen in Sentai in a long time. But yeah, uh, I put some pictures in the uh, Discord chat. That's the director's in black there. But like, there's there's him and Tommy Tomo doing the Ultraman pose. Like, he he is like he is up there with Koichi Sakamoto being like just slowly gradually becoming like one of the better directors in the genre oh it was fucking fantastic because it's like because he has a he has a good eye for like just not visual like basically scaling yeah they looked giant compared to them they did a really good job with that scene like i need to watch on hd in 60 frames oh oh, oh. no 60 fps 4k yeah oh hdr (laughs) <laughs> on Xbox Series X. That's on, on my VR. I do now, VR that ones. would be a cool Sentai game. Oh, I get to be the Ranger? No. The Mech? No. What am I? You're the fucking civilian that's running for his goddamn life. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so yeah. Red and Yellow find the lab. Uh, they get past a fucking scary horde of Bishats. Like straight up like a fucking zombie horde. Oh, that was, uh, they're like, how do we get out of this? Tommy Tomo. Shoot the ground. It, it, it's below us, right? I'm like, this is why Tom, this is why they sent Tommy Tomo on the on the field mission because he's the smart one. He's the strategist. If you're gonna send anyone, send the guy that knows how to make a plan. Yeah. What about us? Hey, you're good with the max. Tommy Tomo's good with the actual long term planning, and Jewel is good at the last minute bullshit moments, <laughs> which we see in spades in this episode. Perfect wobo combo. Yeah. So they get into the basement lab, and we see uh, Yodana pull up with Sayo, like with her cord wrapped around her neck, and <laughs> it's very clear that Yodana has been beating Sayo for the last little while. Tommy, that was kind of brutal. Tommy, Tommy, oh, yeah. thank God you really dodged the bullet with her. She is rough. <laughs> that was she some is rough sexing in bed. Oh my God, <laughs> that, that was some rough kiramaying. <laughs> oh man. So it's like. What you gonna do? There's the, there's the Hedora egg sack there. Yeah. Because like the like or not the egg sack, the seed thing. The ivy seed. Yeah, the ivy seed. Look like Hedora. It did look like the Toho monster Hedora. If you look at it, it's like same colors, slightly similar in design. Lane's gonna. Well, this uh, is, this episode was directed by an Ultraman man. Yeah, Ultraman, Ultraman man. Oh, Hedora, Hedora, Hedora is like my favorite kaiju in the Godzilla universe. It's just a so. pile of garbage. It, yeah, we oh. we made it. So Garbodor? Yeah, sort of. This fucker. Oh yeah, I see the design. So yeah, cool. Like the eye look. There. It looks like Raremon. It's my favorite Godzilla movie. It looks like Raremon just like stood up. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like um, Ichi was a bit confused of it because he's like, wait, how can Jewel uses uh, uses Morpher underground when Sayo couldn't. No, no, no. It, w- it wasn't that how could he use his Morpher. It was how could he like summon the arrow like to communicate with it. 
And and we realized it was because Tommy Tomo blew that hole in the ground. Yeah, a skylight. <laughs> and now we have signal. <laughs> oh, I got full bars. Yeah. So so Jewel summons the the go arrow, and they're gonna like snipe the seed. But Yodano's like, oh, if you do that, I'll kill her. She fucking laughs like immensely too. I was like, holy shit. So, so Jewel has an inner Kira McKean moment and pulls the most bullshit plan out of his ass in seconds. He s- shoots the arrow out of the hole, into the sky, through dimensions, and just snipes Garza in the fucking ass <laughs> so that Aladdin can come and save them. Oh no, no, because he was talking to Aladdin through his telekinesis thing, whatever. And he's like, Telekinin! Hey. <laughs> He's like, hey, can you transfer your soul into the into the arrow shot so that I can shoot you back in the atomal and like shoot your brother right through the fucking chest? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Dude. Sure, let's do it. Yeah, and like, Gar- like Gar- and Garza's just like he doesn't just go down like ow. It, no, he actually gets shot. And he's like, oh. And then for some reason, what the fuck? For some reason, guard that he, he later on he gets a crescent moon shaped scar. <gasps> oh my god. So I was expecting Juggler interrupt the date at the beginning of the episode. No, also, what are the odds? A two-parter <laughs> featuring an Ultraman or director starting with a date at a fancy restaurant. Uh, you just need <laughs> the mother. All you just need is the mother interrupting. Oh. Um, so yeah, after Jules' fucking bullshit play that somehow works... Grateful Phoenix is allowed to travel back to Earth. <laughs> and the funniest shit ever, Garza refusing to be trapped there because he rode there on Hakobu when he was mind-controlled. <coughs> he just, like, yeets himself onto the back of Grateful Phoenix's leg to save himself. He's like, nope, not staying, staying here. <laughs> Garza, you can just take over there. Won't that be sad? Like, wouldn't you have satisfaction then? No. No. So, Jokey, su- Smog Jokey suddenly shows up in, in, in dino mech form and joins the three Jemenjus. I'm a dinosaur tree. Oh my god, it's a dinosaur tree. <laughs> what? Never mind, keep going. Okay. And then we have the big ol' showdown between the four Megazords and the four monsters. Well, the three monsters and Jokey. And they play rock, paper, scissors. They play a fucking ball game with the Ivy Seed. I was joking at first, and then one of them shouts, Pass! Pass! And I'm like, oh my fucking god. That's yeah, a reference to Go Ranger. Well, no, it's I don't know if it's that far, it's just like, uh, I, I, this is a fucking team sport now. I think it's more of a reference to uh, the rugby episode from episode two. Oh, maybe. Not, it, it's just the rugby fight on a larger scale. <laughs> rugby with Megazords. Uh, but yeah, so... They counter the the Jemenju's like triple com triple like Whoa, combo okay, attack, okay. like oh rock me paper and scissors, and I'm like oh my god. And see, this is why we have Tommy Tomo here. He's like, you guys do this, and then I'll do that, and then we'll finish him off with this. Yeah. Also, it was cute to see like the giant tank monster. He had his uh, lid open, or he had his door open, yeah. and you see a tiny little like mook just standing there. <laughs> It's Cannon Nose. Yeah, it's like... 
I think it's so funny that they went to all this effort to like stop their like triple combination attack, and then Grateful Phoenix just like one shots all three of them. <laughs> Why didn't you just do that? Uh, we have padding, 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 padding. And then because the seed is super hard, and even Grateful Phoenix's prominence attack isn't gonna kill it, how do we solve this? We make the fucking go arrow giant and shoot it like a bazooka. As if it were a fucking team combiner weapon attack, but with swords! Holy shit! Gars is just like... Eh. I love how, like, at one point they were like, It doesn't matter what happens to Jokey, we have to kill the seed. So I was kind of expecting, oh, are they gonna blow up Jokey? There goes King Express. Yeah, no, they wouldn't dare fucking do that. Uh, Jokey's too cool. I think they would. No. <laughs> So yeah, Garza retreats, and you know the whole like, "I'll get you next time, Majors." Next time. <laughs> yeah. That was crunchy. That was screaming. Oh, okay. <laughs> Garza. Garza. And drank. On evil. On evil. Evil. Oh my god. So yeah, very fun two-parter. Very excellent. Well even, shot. Even though Kusaka was a fucking moron, and then we'll probably never see him again. We'll never see him again. Though, <laughs> if I had to, if I had to choose between the two two parters that we discussed about, I think Saber may be a bit better. Interesting. Than Kira Majors. I, I I did forget to mention. I wanted to say that I'm I'm pretty confident we can say that Saber is back in the right direction after these last few episodes. Yes. Like, there was some worry about it, especially around episode 6, and for reasons I've gone over a hundred times, but I think that Saber's gonna be good going forward. Let's just hope the fucking main head writer sticks around for more than two episodes. Yeah. Yeah, like, he, I remember him saying when, like, at the fucking press, press conference. conference, he's like, I promise I'll be here for this one, I'm gonna make it better than I did Ghost. Whoops. Literally bails after episode 3. Um, so, <coughs> next week on Kira Major... We're going to get Jaku King Express, Ooh. which is just normal King Express, but with evil eyes. I, people are wanting a toy of this. It's like, no. Just buy King Express. You watch. It'll just be like a separate head. It'll just in like a tiny box. I can see him doing like a mini plot. Maybe. Not even now. Because I, I don't think this is going to stick around. No. It's not going to stick around. Because if it was gonna stick around, then I feel like this will be a one-off. Yeah, it's just gonna be a one-off thing. I would have just rather just him have like a purple version of King Express. That would have been cooler, right? Just like a purple evil version of Express. Garza, Kira made dark. He already has a dinosaur. He has a rock dinosaur mech. How fucking cool! You see that? It's not a rock. It's a stone. Smog Georgie. (laughs) Smog Georgie. There are fucking lasers on those freaking sharks. How cool is that? Oh yeah, as seven two says in our chat, it's funny that like they propped up the go the giant go arrow on Gigant Driller's flat diamond head. Yep. <laughs> Stay there, flathead. Express evil. Ooh. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> then like you know, Olad Oradin's like, oh, these guys know what to do, and Gars is like, that's it. You failed because each of our cure majors did a thing. <laughs> Takamichi, Shigeru, and Senna, they fought. Everyone else did something cool. <laughs> this guy's like, you will fail! <laughs> also, it's confirmed that there will be no episode of Kira Major on July th- or January 3rd. Which means, I'm right, Kira Major will end after episode 45. Okay. Just like Zero One. 
Oh, also next week they in the next episode they Shigeru and and Tommy Tomo are hanging out and they play pool and talk about how sexy they are. I don't know. Okay. That's apparently that's what happened. That, I mean, more Shigeru the better. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that sounds like a Roadhouse episode. Yeah. Fuck, now I don't want to watch it. Well, you can. It's out. Oh my goodness. We're back, guys. We're back. Until we go on our hiatus for the New Year break. All right. Yeah, we go on a two-week two week Christmas break. Uh, I'm sorry. This was poorly timed. Not like I could control it. Yeah. Uh, 2020's almost over, guys. We're, we're, we're almost Okay, done. just because the year's ending doesn't mean things are just instantly no, going to be better. But, but also, can... there has been some vaccine news, but we're not going to get into that. I'd rather not live in I Am Legend. <laughs> no! No! Damn, Fred. Damn, Fred. Um, so, yeah. In addition to talking about the, this week's episodes of Saber Cure Major uh, in our next episode on Friday. Jikai! Nino Sentai Cast Ninja! Want to tell us what our future topic is? Oh, yes. So, the plan was to do uh, three big anniversary crossovers for Sentai. But, and then my leg said no! But, but due to timing... Uh, I had to pull one. Actually, I had to pull two Sentai Trivia episodes. But uh, on Friday, we'll be talking about the 20, 25th anniversary project of Hajuku Sentai Gow Ranger versus, yeah, versus Super Sentai. Cool. There will be some faces, a lot of clips, and the inspiration for where Saban got the idea for Forever Red. Oh, cool. Also, they have the clip in it where I first discovered that Super Sentai actually existed and that Power Rangers was not original. <laughs> and then my world was shattered. Yeah, it's not that my world was shattered, just like everything made more sense. Because I always thought bothered me why the clips didn't fit in with the other stuff. <laughs> because they ex- they shipped it from Japan yeah. a year early. And then, they oh, shipped God, it express. Excuse me, excuse me, Toei, Power Rangers really popular. Can you film us more original Jew Ranger footage? Sure. I mean, how they were able to do that, but they couldn't film them original Gokaiger footage with nothing but, you know, G Ranger onward suits. No, they were probably busy with other shit. No, no. no. Anyways, that has been Cast Ranger. We're back. We're resuming normal episodes as of this Friday, so thank you for being patient while I uh, recovered from screaming in pain. Yes. Um, hopefully, Emily will be with us this Friday. Maybe. One or two others. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see who shows up. Look what <coughs> happens. Anyways, we're going to go play Cyberpunk 2077. No, yeah. it's bedtime. <laughs> Alright. Uh, as usual, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook page where I post thumbnails, our Twitter page uh, where we post episodes, uh, our Discord server where you can not only chat with everyone that you've seen here tonight, but listen live when we record, typically Fridays, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, our Patreon where you can pledge to help us make the show better. Our merchandise page where you can buy all kinds of shirts and, and office supplies and masks and what have you. Baby onesies. Yeah. Um, and uh, don't forget to like the video or if you're watching it on YouTube, share, watch. Thank you. I'm tired. <laughs> And uh, spread the love of Cast Ranger to all Toku fans you know, because we could always use more audience. Yes. That. All right. Thank you all once again, and we'll see you on Friday. We'll see you Friday.
Wait, so when does this episode come out? As soon as I publish it? I don't know. Okay.